Welcome to the very first episode of The Gunning Truth with Ronnie. Uh, I've been an uh, Arsenal supporter for around about 20 years now and uh, I actually feel excited for the first time in probably more than a decade. The first time in the Emirates era that I am extremely excited to start uh, uh, broadcasting content in relation to Arsenal because I feel that there is something happening. But uh, obviously we still need our signings and we still need obviously the fan base to get together because there's still a little bit of a situation where uh, the fan base is divided on the manager the, the and the ownership of the football club uh, so just a short introduction on myself uh, name is ronnie i'm a personal trainer and i've been an avid sporting fan for all of my life and uh, mostly rugby in the beginning when i was younger and i played rugby and then uh, obviously the arsenal bug hit me uh, more than 20 years ago so just before the Arsene Wenger era that's when I started watching Arsenal and supporting Arsenal but uh, yeah so the podcast that I'm going to be presenting I'm looking to do a weekly podcast whereby uh, in the pre-season we're going to be discussing uh, things like uh, training uh, what what normally happens in training so I'm coming from my personal training standpoint in terms of performance and what they normally do in pre-season. Uh, also going to be discussing uh, latest transfer news. So I'm the type of person that uh, I obviously am on Twitter uh, refreshing all the time. However, I feel that there's only certain people that we can actually really trust. Uh, for example, the Vlaovic situation in January, whereby some uh, well-known journalists say we have bid, some journalists say we haven't bid, some people say we only spoke to the players' agents, and then he obviously always wanted to go to Juventus. But the one thing that I do believe is that we were in contact with him, or let's say his representatives, and they basically used us to be able to get Juventus to buy him in January, rather than uh, waiting till this uh, window that's happening at this moment in time. So uh, those are the type of things that I would like to tackle. Uh, uh, trying to bring my perspective of uh, when it is the truth, when it is something that can be portrayed as something close to the truth. However, I'm in South Africa. I'm not a journalist. However, over the years, you kind of have an idea of who to trust, what is the in the nose. ITKs as the Twitter sphere calls it. And then obviously what I would like to do is reminisce in my favorite football games. So I'll do separate podcasts on my favorite football games, uh, 95, 96, 2001, doesn't matter what year. So I'll research, re-watch football games and then give my take on the moments of those games. So that is the type of things that you guys can expect from this podcast. I hope you guys join me, listen to me. I mean, it's so simple to, uh, uh, when it's traffic and you uh, want to listen to the radio, why not listen to a podcast on some crazy guna discussing things that is related to our beloved club. I mean, even rival fans will listen to this. And uh, we'll delve into the season, which I think will be exciting. And then obviously uh, what I could do is I can also review the upcoming Arsenal series that's going to be on Amazon that's starting in early August. That's going to be interesting. A very weak uh, trailer. 
uh, I mean my trailer that I'm doing now is stronger than this Arsenal trailer that they released for this upcoming podcast so uh, it's gonna be fun it's gonna be interesting and then I'll also see if I can start uh, communicating with people in relation to this upcoming season I don't think we will win big trophies but I think we're gonna compete in all four sections uh, I'm hoping that we can go far in the Europa League the reason why I don't want to commit to saying we'll win it is because whenever Arsenal went far in the competition then they ended up losing to the winner uh, if I'm not mistaken Villarreal won the Europa League Chelsea obviously in the final uh, Atletico Madrid so I think it was only Olympiacos I think it was that knocked us out in the Arteta era that didn't go on to win the Europa League. So it seems like we get knocked out by the winners when we do get knocked out in this competition. So the Europa League, we need to win that because it's going to be tough, the the positions in the league, because we've got Chelsea that will probably invest and they're going to pay stupid money uh, for the likes of, I'm not saying they will get Ronaldo and Neymar, but they are basically being linked to these uh, special moments players. It won't be like a team effort it will be individuals almost like man united last season except that they have a much better head coach or manager uh, spurs have bought very well and they've got an excellent ma manager antonio conte so i don't ever speak well of the likes of united and spurs but uh, spurs are a definite threat i'm referring to third place now not first and second it will be liverpool and man city again uh, because one thing they do, and that's why they're the top two, is they don't react. They are proactive when they buy their signings. So they don't need to wait for a player to leave in order for them to buy. So uh, obviously Salah has signed the extension. So they've still got quite a, a lot of good forwards. And Darwin Nunes is an excellent forward. He might struggle, might not. I feel that he's going to obviously, uh, like Diaz, under Klopp, uh, going to flourish. So Man City and Liverpool, they'll compete for the title again, I'm sure. And then obviously it depends on these moments players that Chelsea will uh, attract. Uh, so I don't think they're going to play well as a team. So that's unlikely that they're going to compete for league honours. But obviously they will be dangerous in the Champions League. And then Spurs, uh, they will be dangerous. They will be dangerous. They've got goal scorers. So, uh, and they've got a good manager. And Romero at the back is a good defender. And I think they are, as I'm busy doing this podcast, they are about to sign Jed Spence, the right back that was excellent for Nottingham against us in the FA Cup. So uh, the opposition will be tough. And obviously Man United, like Chelsea, will also throw money. In fact, the funny thing is they are throwing money at players that we are heavily linked with. So the work that we've done in the background, uh, the journalists has been leaking that information. And it sounds like, from there onwards, uh, Man United and Chelsea are going in for these players. And obviously Man United have seemed to have uh, a lot of uh, money uh, in the cash reserves. So I've, I've read something in the past where they've got at least 100 million in their cash reserves every season, of which I'm assuming the Glaciers every season takes out some money for their American sports team. So they're very, very smart in how they, they are able to bypass the ability to purchase 70, 80 million euro or pound players. So that is what we're coming up against. So I'll delve deeper into that. Uh, this is just a trailer for my podcast, but I'll delve more into 
our opponents as well. Try and analyze what the sort of starting lineups and what the tactics will be for the upcoming season. Uh, obviously, the only change of manager for the top, I'm going to call it the top six, or is it the top five? Top six. The only change is Erik Ten Hag, who is a very uh, a smart attacking manager. But uh, he has his flaws as well. So at this moment in time, I'm going to predict third because I'm hoping that we are going to be able to get the type of players that we still need in this window. Uh, the current links, Milinkovic-Savic, I think that's, a no, that's another Italian link. So I'll, I doubt that that's true. I can see Arteta liking him because that's the type of steel we need alongside Thomas Party. But uh, I think Arsenal will play 4-3-3 with a one pivot, single pivot in most games. I think we'll play a double pivot 4-3-3 in the bigger games. So that's when you'll need Milinkovic-Savic alongside Thomas Partey. But Milinkovic-Savic can play uh, in the two ahead of the single pivot on the left or on the right. He can play with Xhaka or it can be obviously with a number 10, which is obviously uh, kind of a number 8 in our 4-3-3 system, ahead of that single pivot, which will hopefully be Thomas Party. So, uh, yeah, that's something that you can look forward to. Some deep analysis on the Arsenal. You can uh, find me on Twitter, Arsenal Ronnie, and Ronnie Armstrong on Instagram, if you want to chat with me. Furthermore, have an awesome time. Enjoy the Arsenal. It's almost our first official preseason game this coming Friday against Nuremberg at some Adidas venue so that we are opening so we are the first major team to play a friendly and it's this Friday I think the game w might be on arsenal.com it definitely won't be on Supersport I've already checked that out uh, so we are very likely going to have that on arsenal.com otherwise you guys have to find other means of watching The Gunning Truth talk soon